When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, welcome back to Unwinding, I am Lisa, your host, I'm so excited to be here with you today, I am in Costa Rica, it's Monday, February 12th, 11.10am, hold on, we're gonna wait until it hits 11.11 because you know a bitch is not gonna miss the chance to make some wishes also do you guys make like one wish when it's 11 11 or do you make multiple i try to squeeze as many as i can in there okay it's giving greedy but i i mean i gotta soak up every last second of course now it's gonna take for fucking ever to switch to 11 11 okay you know what i feel like that doesn't count because i feel like when you're waiting for it it doesn't count you have to like look at it and it be 11 11 and then it counts so i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be greedy and shady I'm just, oh, it just switched. I feel like I have to. Hold on. Okay, done. That was a quickie. Okay, so hello. I'm home. I'm in Costa Rica right now. Like I said, today is Monday. Did I say this already? Today's Monday, February 12th, 11, 11 a.m. Make a wish. Um, so I apologize if there's any like wildlife in the background, if there's any birds chirping, any cars, any dogs, any anything because it is quite loud over here i always tell you that when i'm home but i'm in my dad's like old little office and this is the quietest spot in the house so i hope we'll be able to get through this episode with no interruptions so okay hello how are my favorite girls doing i told you i'm home we're not gonna dilly dally in this episode i feel like i've been dilly dallying the fuck out of the last two episodes and that's why we are now in a third birthday episode which should have been one birthday episode but that's okay I've been getting good feedback. You guys have been enjoying it and that makes me happy. So we're going to get into how I've been unwinding and then we're just going to jump into the birthday episode, part fucking three, okay? How have I been unwinding? Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Being home is hard for many reasons. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you probably know why. But I fear that when I'm home, my fight or flight mode, which is honestly always pretty much activated it becomes severely activated when I'm here and my central nervous system slightly collapses okay so it's been it's been a lot it's been emotionally a lot and that means I need all the help I can get at night which includes my lemmy sleep gummies you know I brought those with me you know I brought my weed gummies with me I brought my magnesium pills you know I just need a whole lot of things to go to sleep my lemmy sleep gummies my magnesium, a miracle, my weed gummies. Honestly, I've been going to bed with a fresh homemade empanada every night that I bring to my bed. It's been quite lovely. It's been such a nice way to end the night. I've also been watching like hella comfort YouTubers, like people that I just love and that bring me joy. So on the roster right now, we have Julia and Hunter. I love them. I love Morgan Brittle. She's a new person that I've been following and I'm obsessed with her. I think she's so beautiful, so smart, so funny. Just like one of those people that I feel like if I met 
in real life, we would be friends, you know? I've been watching a lot of The Toast. Those are my girls. What else have I been watching? I watched um, Griselda. I feel so weird when I say a word in Spanish and I'm like in full fucking English mode right now and I'm just like, oh yeah, so I watched this show called Griselda. Like, it's just so weird, but how am I supposed to say it? Griselda? Like, I don't know. I don't know what the right thing to do is, but needless to say, we watched the show, my mom and I. Incredible. But like, you need to watch like, Barney after that shit because holy balls it is intense but I love it because I love anything like drug related chaos I love that so great show and right now I've been watching love on the spectrum because season two just dropped I don't know if we've talked about my love for this show but there is no show that is more wholesome than this okay I am obsessed I'm only on like episode three and all I can say right now is we must protect Tanner at all costs. That's it. So that's been my unwinding routine. I also wanted to remind you, we are reading Happy Place. I don't think I've said this on the um, in an episode. I've posted about it on my stories, but we are reading Happy Place by Emily Henry this month because we have a book club now. I'm so excited. I've been wanting to do this for so long. I've been wanting to start a book club for so long. And listen, I know not everybody wants to read. I know not everybody's a reader. I know not everybody's going to read the book. So I'm going to try to make the episode when I, when we discuss the books every month, I'm going to try to make them fun and interesting, whether you read the book or not. Okay, but I would recommend reading it with us because, because like, why not? How fun. Reading is so fun. It makes us smarter. And we're hot, smart, fun, magical bitches. You know what I mean? So Happy Place by Emily Henry is our February book club pick. Okay. And it's linked for you in our unwinding Amazon storefront, which is also linked in the description. Okay, that is it. Let's get into this last installment of our birthday series, which didn't mean to be a birthday series, but became one because your host cannot shut the fuck up to save her life. Okay, here we go. And if you're just tuning in, this is part three of 31 lessons that I've learned in 31 years because my birthday was, at this point, almost a month ago. But again, I just dilly-dally and ramble way too much. And so it's taken us three times, three episodes to get through all of these lessons. But I will say 31 is a lot. Like, that's a lot, you know? Okay, here we go. Number 19, you are allowed to accept your humanness. Okay, I need you to stop trying to fix every single flaw, to point out every single flaw, to constantly think about what part of yourself you can optimize next. Self-development is one of my favorite things in the entire world. You know this. She's a Capricorn, okay? And I do think it's so important, but I also think it has a time and a place, and it is not every single day of the year. It is not every single second of every single day of the year. Okay, you are a human. So you have permission to be a human. You have permission to be messy. You have permission to be spontaneous. You have permission to fuck up. You have permission to make it right when you fuck up. Like that is you being a human. You have permission to be undecided. You have permission to be confused. You have permission to not know what the fuck you're doing. And you also have permission to not like every single thing about yourself but also maybe not be in the mood to change it. Maybe you're not in an optimizing mode and that is totally okay. All of it is okay. So this is a lesson I'm always reminding myself of and it is that I'm allowed to accept my humanness, okay? Number 20, 
lean on your friends. Lean on the people who you love and feel safe with. Asking for help doesn't define you in any which way. Asking for help doesn't mean you're, you're not strong. You know, there's, there's truly no badge of honor for doing everything on your own. And this is something, this was a hard pill to swallow for me. It's still something I struggle with so much. But here's the thing, okay? Letting somebody help you is, it truly is such a beautiful thing. It brings with it so much connectedness, so much vulnerability. And I just want you to think about if you struggle with this, and this is an exercise I do with myself as well. I want you to think about how good you feel when somebody that you love who's in your life comes to you for help, right? Because it's almost like when we go and volunteer or we go and just provide aid in any which way, it's like selfishly, it feels so good. It feels so good to help people, at least for me personally. Like I, I think that's why I find so much fulfillment in podcasting is because yeah, maybe I'm not helping in every single episode. Maybe some episodes are more for entertaining or whatever. But I think the underlying goal with this podcast is to help, right? And so I think that's why it makes me feel so fulfilled. So just think about when people come to you for help, for help, how good you feel, how good you feel helping them, how good you feel that they're leaning on you, right? And so you have to give people the opportunity to do that for you as well. And like I said, I want to tie back to vulnerability. The willingness to be vulnerable with people creates absolute fucking magic. Think about when you've felt the closest to someone in your life, like truly the closest. I don't know about you, but personally, those moments happen when something is shared. When something past the superficial topics is shared. Openly, willingly, mutually, You know, I think if we want depth in our interpersonal relationships, we have to be willing to share and willing to ask and willing to say and willing to do. So I want you to stop thinking you're a burden to those who you love. Like stop denying yourself the chance to go ask somebody for help because you think in your mind you're going to be a burden because you're never, you know, the right people for you are never going to think you're a burden. And I'm sorry, I will just say like, I'm sorry if someone has ever made you feel like a burden because I mean, I've definitely been there and I know that's such a real thing, right? I feel like unfortunately some situations in our life, be it with our family members or people that we've been in relationships with or friends, anyone, you know, I know that so many of us have probably shared this feeling of we've been made to feel like a burden so then that taints us and then we're like well no I don't want to ask for help because in the past that hasn't been received well I'm sorry if that's ever happened to you but don't don't assign qualities to people in your life who don't deserve those qualities just because somebody else has has shown you them does that make sense more than anything I just want to remind you to lean on your people and to let them help you and stop thinking that handling everything on your own is going to give you five golden stars because it's truly not. Like when you walk into the gates of heaven, I mean, I don't know about you, but like I'm going to heaven, hopefully, you know, I think, I, I think so. I think so. And when I walk into the gates of heaven, I don't think someone is going to pat me on the back and be like, good fucking job. Well, actually nobody would say fucking because they don't swear up there. I don't think. Right. But I don't think someone's going to be like, good job. You did everything on on your own. Like that's not what life is about. Okay. And this is me talking to myself. Number 21, understanding when you're acting out of ego is so 
important. So this lesson is just really about learning about the ego. That's been something I've been learning in the last, in my later 20s. It's important to remember what our ego wants. And our ego wants things now. It wants to dominate. It wants to impress. It wants to show. Our ego wants us to feel special, not happy. It wants us to be recognized, you know, and and maybe somebody would argue, what's wrong with that? And I feel like there's a time and place for this, honestly. I think a little ego is a little healthy, okay? But what I'm getting at here is I've been learning the capacity to differentiate when I want something versus when my ego wants something. When I feel myself wanting something out of ego or acting out of ego, making a choice that is fully operating out of ego, what I've been doing is I've been tapping back into my why. So asking myself, why do I want this? Why do I truly want this? Why am I doing this? Why am I acting this way? You know, when I was setting my Q1 goals, I really put this into play. I fully questioned myself on my wants. So, you know, I'm not going to share my goals with you because that shit's personal. But like, let's say I was like, oh, I want, I don't know, 50,000 followers on Instagram, let's just say, which honestly would be nice. Let's say that was a goal. Why do I want 50,000 followers? Like, what is the reason? Is it because I want to build a community or is it because I want to show, you know, this growth and I want to show to people like I have 50,000 followers, like whatever, maybe that's a bad example, but I think questioning myself on my wants has been really important. Why do I want this community? Why do I want to work with this brand? Why do I want to have this guest on my podcast? Why do I want to start you know, X, Y, and Z brands. Why? What's the why? And like I said, I think sometimes a little ego is good. I think it can serve as fuel, but there's a very blurry line that we often cross. So I think knowing when we're acting out of ego in any area of our life is so important because when we're aware of it, we're then able to fix it, you know, if it is a problem. And sometimes acting out of ego can, I I have found it's it's really it really hasn't led me to the best places. I'm going to cut myself off here because this is a topic that I could discuss for hours and maybe we should. Let me know if that would be interesting or helpful. An episode exploring like what ego even is and what acting out of ego means and examples of when we do it, how we do it, how to stop, when it could be beneficial, etc. Let me know if that would be helpful because I would love to do that. Number 22. Stop saving things for special occasions. The shoes, the dress, the candle, light the fucking candle, okay? Being alive is a special occasion. Stop saving shit. Use it, period, short and sweet. Number 23, you don't have to work out, you get to work out. So this is a mindset shift, okay? A play on words that I absolutely love and you can apply this to anything you want. You don't have to go to work, you get to go to work. You don't have to go have dinner with your family, you get to go have dinner with your family. And I feel, you know, I feel the need to disclaim this because I think it could borderline come across as toxic positivity, right? Like maybe you have a family that is, I don't know, incredibly damaged and maybe having to spend time with them does more harm to you than good. So when I say this, you're like, bitch, shut up, okay? Obviously, I don't mean it in that case. Nuance. Let us not forget there is too much fucking nuance in this entire world, okay? And in all these lessons. But this lesson is really rooted from a place of not taking things for granted. That's what it is. I think we often take things for granted that 
we just shouldn't because they are absolute privileges. My favorite example is the example of working out because it's something I often complain about, honestly. And it's like the ability to work out and to move our bodies and to be able-bodied and to be healthy is like beyond. Having a family to lean on, having a job that provides us with financial security, all of these things are such privileges that we get to have. You know what I mean? So this is another one of my favorite like word exercises. Number 24, there is such a thing as too much Botox okay? You do not need so much. So this, I remind me to, I don't even know if I have pictures, honestly, because I looked fucking crazy. But I, once I tried Botox, I'm not going to lie to you, I got into this, I don't want to say unhealthy, but it was about to get unhealthy. This just pattern of feeling like I needed it every three to four months, which if that works for you, that's fine. But it was not working for me. And I don't know why I didn't realize it. And it took a very bad botched Botox for me to be like, why am I doing this? I actually don't like it and I don't need so much of it. And just because there's something new out there that people are doing and this new trend that people are doing and injecting their faces with does not mean I have to try it, okay? I have done a lot to my face. That would be a fun episode for me to tell you every single thing I've tried because there's a lot I've done, okay? And a lot of things you don't know about. And um, it's taught me a lot. And let me tell you, 90% of the things that I've done, I would never do again. So this one is just, you know what? Like calm down on the Botox. Don't need so much. And you don't need to always be doing something to your face, okay? 25 is kind of similar. And this is a very general law of life. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Apply this to whatever you want. Okay, but this is something I find myself saying a lot to people and, and to my friends. I'm like, just because you can doesn't mean you have to. And it doesn't mean you should. Just because you can buy something doesn't mean you have to buy it. Doesn't mean you should buy it. Just because you can go on a trip that maybe sounds really fun doesn't mean you should. Maybe it's not the best financial decision in that moment. Just because you can go and get more Botox doesn't mean you should. Just, just because you are available for this date doesn't mean you have to go or that you should go. Maybe it's with some loser who doesn't deserve your time or someone that like popped back into your life. Like just because you can doesn't mean you should, period. Just because you can say something to somebody who maybe you want to say something to that you've been dying to say something to that maybe would just cause way more harm than good and maybe it's just not necessary. Like just because you can do something doesn't mean you should and it doesn't mean you have to. 26. One more words lesson, okay? It's not if, it's when. I want you to stop saying if I do X, Y, and Z. And I want you to replace that with when I do X, Y, and Z, okay? We are, it is 2024, bitch. We are not playing small, okay? We are speaking present tense and we are putting shit out there and we are saying when, okay? And again, I know this might be like silly, but it's not silly to me. These things add up like it's all about the little things for me and language is everything I don't care what people hear I more so care about what I hear like what I'm saying to myself and what I'm saying out loud you know I said this the other day I was at a coffee shop here in Costa Rica I was working and I this guy came up to me I was journaling and we started chatting whatever and one thing led to another we've been talking for like 20 minutes and I was about to say, you know, if I write a book one day and I remembered this and I was like, when I write a book and then I continued on in the sentence and 
let me tell you, I felt so fucking weird saying that. I felt uncomfortable to say it that way. I had to actively choose my words in that moment. And then after I was like, hell yeah, fucking right when I write that book. Like it's happening. It's going to happen. Why am I saying if? It's going to happen. Sometimes we say that if because we are playing small or because just in case, right? Like just in case it doesn't happen. I'm not doing that shit anymore. I'm saying when. I'm always like, my mom always corrects me when I speak in the present, in the future, sorry. She's like, God willing, you know, because she's my Hispanic, religious, precious, most perfect angel queen. I always think about it that way, like God willing it will happen, but I'm going to start saying when, okay? Because I know, I know Jesus put me on this world to, t- to talk, clearly, you know? I just know it. I know he was like, she's going to talk. She's going to not know how to shut the fuck up. And that includes a book, so is happening so it's not if it's when okay 27 there is more than one right way to do something and along with this i think learning to be receptive to feedback and seeking it out from the right people has been so valuable to me especially this year and i've really been careful about we talked about this in my first episode back this year i've been so careful about who i am seeking advice from even being careful about going to get advice in the first place okay but all in all I just want you to remember see this is like I can bring this back to so many things like there is more than one one right way to do something and that's why comparison is so damaging just because something's working for somebody doesn't mean it has to work for you just because somebody's in a certain place in their life and they got there doing it a certain way does not mean you have to get there doing it a certain way just because somebody edits their videos in a way doesn't mean you have to do it that way there's so many ways to do something number 28 Nobody is thinking about you that much, okay? This is me giving you permission to turn off your spotlight complex, okay? Which is just us feeling like the light is always on us. It's truly not. Everybody is so busy evaluating themselves and worrying about themselves. Like the same way you are sometimes consumed with how you're being perceived and what you're doing and how you're coming across Everybody else is worried about the same shit. And that is like such a good thing. It's such a good thing to remember. It's not always on us and the light is not always on us. And if it is, I've said this before, but that's a little fan behavior that's happening. If people are very much worried about your every move, okay? Just remember, nobody's thinking about you that much. 29. This lesson is about black or white thinking because I've had to learn that polarizing outcomes is just not how life works it's not always this or that it's not always either this or that thinking and that is so often how my brain works because I'm just a very black or white person you know and I've had to learn about this thing called gray which I just never knew existed I think often we'll assign such dramatic and absolute definitions to situations for example if this relationship doesn't work out none will like no relationship will or if you get fired you're never going to find a job that you love as much or if you get fired you failed or if you lose your dad you're not going to know how to live like that was such a big one for me I truly was like if this happens my life is over thank god that's not how life works right but also just more than that these polarizing assumptions are are simply not the way life goes And I think it's important to remind ourselves, especially in tough situations, don't let them dictate 
the tough situation because if you do, they will. And it's a very damaging mindset, I think, to be in. This like either or, this all or nothing. It's so damaging. So this is, again, something I'm always thinking about and something that I'm always working on. Number 30. Oh my God, we're getting so close. I can't believe we're like speeding through these. I'm so proud of myself. Okay. This is such a simple lesson that has honestly been quite life-changing. Don't say maybe when you want to say no. For my people pleasers, I need you to throw that shit out of the window and say what you mean. It's honestly going to save everybody trouble. Just say what you mean. Again, this goes back to the intentionality behind the language that we use. Don't say yes if you're then going to say no a week later. Don't say maybe if you know it's a no. Just be honest. At first, it might be uncomfortable, but after a while, you'll get so much more comfortable with actually saying what you want. And honestly, I have so much, I respect the people in my life, which honestly, most of them are this way because this is what I value in people is just honesty and clarity. I so value when people are like, you know what? Love you, but that's not my thing. I would so much rather that than someone be like, oh, you know, yeah, maybe, you know, okay, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's think about it. Like, yes or no, bitch. Like, I don't have time for this shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like, she's busy. She's, she, it's just like, we don't have time for this. Saying what you mean. I know it's so simple, but you'd be surprised how many people don't do it. Number 31. The last lesson has to be this one. What's meant for you will absolutely never miss you. I'm not going to elaborate because I feel like I've elaborated on this sentence way too many times. Like put this shit on my tombstone, okay? Even though I don't want a tombstone because I want to be cremated. Because I'm claustrophobic, bitch. I don't want to be buried. Absolutely not. You are going to cremate me and then I don't know where I want to... This is so morbid. I was just going to say I don't know where I want to be um, spread out. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll get back to you. <laughs> I have a bonus lesson for good luck. And this one might be my favorite one. I need you to let people like you. Let people fall in love with you. Let people compliment you and tell you how funny you are. Let people tell you you look beautiful today. Just because you don't see these things doesn't mean they don't exist. I want you to remember it's not up to you to decide how others feel about you and with you, and towards you, and why they feel those things. We're so busy being so critical of ourselves that we forget how magical we might be to other people who are watching the show, you know? Just because you don't understand why maybe somebody sees something in you doesn't mean it's not there, and it shouldn't negate it. Let people fall in love with you even if you don't understand why, period, Mic drop. We did it. It took us three episodes, but we fucking did it, Joe. Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope there was something in here you needed. Tell me what it was. You know the drill. Take whatever works. Leave the rest. Happy Valentine's Day. Remember, it's just a day. Okay. If it trips you up for whatever reason, it's just a Wednesday. Okay. Do something nice for yourself, though. I don't care if you're single, in a relationship, dating, in a threesome divorced, widow. I don't care what your status is. Do something nice for yourself on Wednesday and I don't care what it is, but treat yourself, okay? I'll see you next week. Pick up Happy Place so we can read it together and yeah, love you. Have a good weekend and I'll see you next Tuesday. Mm -hmm.